0: from the hills reconfigure your life change your heart and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be welcome to the Hills Church yeah it's funny isn't it but it's not it's not because because like Sarah you laughed and you will call the new day laughter Isaac you will never forget the day you laughed because the things that God does they look strange funny That's how he created the heavens and the earth. He just just said, Nepal has taken off the light. He said, no. (laughs) Light be. Do you know what it looked like? It was a punch. Boom. And darkness left. And light came. I just knocked you off your beast. That's what happened to Saul of Tarsus at the gates of Damascus. He slapped him. And the animal was on the floor the carrier and the carry all <laughs> went down. And then when both man and beast were on the floor, the Lord spoke and Paul had to ask him, Who art thou, Lord? You know when you own the word, when you can decide that you are waiting for those words to come to pass for eternity. The daughter of Fanuel, you know, theologians, I mean translators of the Bible estimate she was 105 years old when she held Jesus. Because there's been an argument, was she 84 years old or was it that she had been a widow for 84 years? It's estimated she got married at 14 and lived with her husband for 7 years. So when he died, she was 21. And for the next 84 years, she was waiting on that word. Oh, I'm happy to tell you, Pimo, your conference is just in time with Heaven's Agenda. You know, the highest place of Operation Eva is when your physical, emotional dispositions connect with what God is doing. Peter physically was hungry. What he wanted was eba and egusi with goat meat. And they said we have just put the water to cook the egusi. So he he went upstairs to sleep, estimating that in 40 minutes the food will be ready. But he did not realize that there was a hunger in the heart of the master at that exact moment. And the hunger was to usher in the gentiles into the commonwealth of Israel. So From now, you will begin to feel physical anger over a matter. And you will discover that the working out of that anger is the birthing of his original plan. You see, there's a spirit blowing in the air. I'm talking of right now. I say, there's a spirit blowing in the air. And you can catch the vibe if you care. <laughs> A mighty outpouring of the Spirit on the earth. Lift up your eyes, you will see what I say. You know, the words that we speak, people see them. Habakkuk said, I will stand upon my watch. And I will watch to see what he will say. I mean, he's going to speak, but he said, I will Come, come. Don't be afraid of what is yours. Lift up your hands. Totally, straight up. Don't be afraid of what is yours. It's yours. It's yours. Don't act like a stranger. It's yours. Don't be afraid of it. It's yours by birth, by heritage. Take it from now. I'm looking for new people to hear me. Some of you have heard me too many times. And there are many who haven't heard. You have no right to keep hearing, hearing, and hearing. When I call for you, you should know by now, It's not about photography. It's not about anything. You should understand the trappings of the spirit. I say there's a spirit blowing in the air. You can catch the vibe if you care. I see his glory covering the earth. Lift your eyes and you'll see what I say. Hallelujah, hallelujah. To the lamb who sits on the throne. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lift up your eyes, you will see what I say. There's a season of fulfillment come upon all. Every word of His is come to pass. Fear is gone from our hearts. See, the courage of God is come. Lift up your eyes. You will see what I say. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. (laughs) To the Lamb who sits on the throne. Lift up your eyes and I tell you, you can see what we say. Hallelujah to the King. Bring your head. Bring your head. Just bring your head. Yeah, take it. Just take it. Run in it. It's yours. It's yours. When we cry under the unction of the Spirit, it's not something we want to be pacified of. We don't want you to tell us, oh, no, no, don't cry. No, no, no. Some things have to go, and new things are coming. Sometimes the cry is the usher of the new. Without the supernatural and the evidence of it, sir, our teaching will just be vanity, mere words. But yeah, I said it. Not so you go and kill people and say, it was the anger of the Lord that made me to do it. No, no. But I'm just telling you that you will walk with God till you get to a point where you feel like sleeping and then it becomes the message. Isaiah, something beat him in his stomach and he shouted, hey! And then he wrote it out. He said, I heard them say in the spirit, howl. And I screamed. And then I asked them, what shall I howl? So it was a scream, but it was a message. He said, all, all, all flesh is like grass. Like grass. <laughs> One day, I was in pain. And I went to my medical team. They gave me aspirin, they gave me panadol, they gave me diclofenac, they gave me all kinds of things. They wanted to kill me. And I got to the church and I discovered it was not sickness, it was somebody's symptoms the Holy Spirit had put upon me. So from today, you will stand up to worship and you will feel on the left side here a pain and a jerking, And then you'll begin to describe it. But you will know it's somebody's pain. The symptoms just came upon you so that you can accurately describe. <laughs> it's a word of knowledge. I said it to you, and you are. You should drop an offering. Nonsense. Because it's specific to you. I wasn't talking to everyone. If you don't know it, you will just die your train will pass to the next station. We're not all on the same level of ministry. Do you understand me? Mm -hmm. Some people walk into your life and you know something has changed. That's all, something has changed. I was very ill some few months ago maybe like two years, two and a half years. And then three men visited me. It was one man, he called me. He came in from Ghana and he told his daughter to tell my daughter, tell pastor I'm coming to see him. He came, one man, but there were three. Then I started to laugh. Abraham sat by the highway and three men came, but it was actually one man. The other two didn't talk to Abraham. Only this man spoke. And he told me, Pastor Chris, sit down there. He doesn't normally talk. When I go to his church, I'm the one who talks for one week. If I want to stay for two weeks, I talk every day. I counsel everybody that needs counseling, cast out demons, everything that needs to be done. I do it. He comes and joins the church people arranging the chairs. Recently, when I came to you, his son flew in from Kumasi that morning and they delayed my flight for two hours. I started laughing. It was because of my boy. He sat with me and we talked for two hours with Adam. So he sat down and he said to me, his wife had just died and I'd been to, I went to bury her. And he said to my daughter, Sally, sit beside your daddy. And she sat. Then he told us the story of his life and when the sickness began with his wife and how it came to the end. She was so sick and I loved her. And within two weeks, I just felt, you need to go and see mommy. That's what Ghanaians call their mothers, mommy. So I used to call her mommy just to make her laugh. And then she signaled to the pastor and her son. She said, I I don't want Pastor Chris to come. I don't want him to see me like this. I know he wants to come and pray for me to be raised. But I I don't want. She knew it was time. (laughs) So so I was singing a song. Songs of... Joy will never decrease. They will never decrease in the house of the Lord. Songs of joy will never decrease but they'll always increase in the house of the Lord. 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 In the house of the Lord, in the house of the Lord. The shout of praise will never decrease, but will always increase. Tell me now, in the house of the Lord, the shout of joy, will never, we'll never decrease but will always, we'll always increase in the house in the house, in the, house of the, Lord. the songs of light, light. will always, we'll always be free they will always be free Tell me where, tell me where. In the house of the Lord. 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 Say the praise of God. The praise of God. Will never be lost. But we always increase in the hearts of his own, own. till the time of the end till the, the end of time till messiah's, messiahs feet. in the, hearts of the, lord. In the house of your lord so i, I recorded it Crude, crudely and i sent it to them i said okay play it for mommy i understand you know oral robots I heard that Catherine Kuhlman was dying. And he came. Immediately he hit the doorpost of her bedroom. She did like this. Miss, don't, don't pray. Don't say anything. He stood there, couldn't enter the door because she told him. Uh-uh. And then he turned around and left weeping. Because he knew we've lost her. I mean, she's gone to be with her master. And when she passed, there was this strong smell of roses because she had called the particular rose that should be used at her funeral. The whole hospital felt it. Everybody was asking, where is this rose coming? A strong smell, you know, air freshener. Her <laughs> daughter is coming home. Your departure is going to be glorious. Don't be afraid of death. Be bothered about fulfilling ministry in the midst of your generations. And David, after he had served his own generations, what did he do? He slept. That's all. So I asked the Lord. It became so bad. I said to him, am I coming home? I don't want to die in England when I have not settled Kaduna. It's my primary call. So... said if I'm coming home let me know so I can go home. He didn't answer me. Then I knew I wasn't dying. But you know these angels of the Lord sat down in my living room. The street is called Cochrane Street and he said to Sally sit beside Daddy. And he told us the story of the genesis of the sickness, how it started with a headache, with a banging headache. She called it migraine, called it everything, until they said it was stage three, stage four, cancer. Then he said to Sally, he said, Sally? She said, sir. He said, Daddy will not die. I was sitting down with these three angels, and I was thinking, okay, Sodom and Gomorrah, and the cities round about have been destroyed. Why are these angels visiting me? I can't describe the man for you. He's a queer man. Even recently in Accra, his son said to me, we don't understand daddy again because now he travels anyhow. When I heard that he came to I said, is he a lie? He said, that's how he went to America and went to Minneapolis and arrived at Auntie Antioquia's house. Immediately he entered. She started screaming. Because he doesn't travel like that. He doesn't talk like that. He will be here, but he doesn't, you don't hear his voice. Then they stood up. And I remember coming down the stairs with them. And I said, okay, I'm going to see you off such in St. John's Wood Station. This is five minutes walk. And he said, no, 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 no. So I remember Lara, I stood with my phone. I was recording these three angels going. (laughs) Ghanaian angels. Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? (laughs) In Ghana. They are so hungry. When you show up, they say, oh, pasta. They want to eat indomie. (laughs) They are looking for indomie. They want to eat it. They say, jollof rice is our own. I say if you are not a thief. <laughs> if you marry a wife, do you have to go on the market and say eh, ID is my wife? Ah, so wait, we don't say it. It's ours. <laughs> Let every Ghanaian be a liar. Only Nigerians be true. <laughs> Only Nigerians be true. <laughs> If you're not married and you're a boy, a Nigerian boy, just go to Ghana with a net. You'll catch like 300. <laughs> Help the country. Bring them here. Even if it's a pastor's wife and her name is Debbie, collect her, bring her. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, Peron. That's the next person I want to kill. <laughs> he says he's Edem's security man. What, what, what are you securing? <laughs> what does Edem have that you want to secure? And they had to send him as an associate. And then the man left. So he told us the stories, told Sally the stories and everything. Things, he filled up the blanks. And he said, you know, Sally, daddy will not die, not from this. You know? And I stood up, so I asked the Lord, okay. So what have we been doing in England? Because I'm not enjoying anything. I can't eat this, I can't eat that, I can't drink this, I can't drink that. It was Jimmy Cliff that sang Sitting Here in Limbo. <laughs> like a bird without a song, sitting here in limbo. He doesn't want to tell you that he's an unbeliever. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody here knows. Immediately he entered, the place was stinky. The smell of hell. <laughs> Some of you, them, after service, they will first Google sitting here in Limbo, Jimmy Cliff, before they Google the things you say. And meanwhile, I said it because I was telling them about Anna, the daughter of Fanoel. Who held Jesus? See, every C- come, come. Let me use you. What's your name? Ezekiel. Go and stand there. <laughs> Face that way. Face that way. Face that way. Now just stop there. John. That was what John heard on the Isle of Patmos. He said the voice was like the sound many waters. No, no, no. Eva, you spoke. So stand up. And stand there. Just there. There. Yes. So call his name, John. When I shout, John, join me. John! So, no, no, no. Just stand. You also spoke in this meeting. So stand here. So when I call his name, all of you call his name. John! Pimo, come. You were the anchor. So when, when I call his name, you two call his name. John! sweetheart, it's your ID. Come, come, come. Quickly, quickly. No, ID, come. You two, come. What's your name now? I, I called her now, and she's sitting down. No, you, it sounded like ID. Stand there, you two, your anchor. Come, come, come on, stand. Come on, stand quickly. So, uh, uh, when I called, everybody called the same name. John! I uh, come, come. You sang. Come on, stand there. And then, when I called the name, call. John! Eh, Where is that preacher man, the singer, it's, uh, that man that sings, the one with his head? Eh? The other guy that leads the team to sing. Where is he? Eh, what is his name now? Eh. So run down here. I saw your head. I'm describing your head. Here, you are refusing. Stand behind him. So all of you, when we shout, shout John. John. John! that is what John heard on the Isle of Patmos. He said it was like the sound of many waters. He heard Sarah's prophecy, Abraham's speakings, Moses' speakings, Elijah, Elisha, Peter. Do you understand me? All the streams of history, they sounded in that one voice. That is what is called Jesus. All the speakings of God in their diversities. You must not leave this conference without your diverse expression. Of God. This is the season we are standing in, sir, where all the speakings of God are being fulfilled. When Hamas attacks Israel, it's the fulfillment of God's prophecy. But before Hamas, Boko Haram was attacking us already in the same manner. He said it would be a time of trouble, such as never been seen. That's the privilege. You know, sit down, guys. Thank you. Listen to me. Yesterday, when we finished speaking, and I went to the room, he came. And he said to me, the way you spoke, some people will go home thinking, there's nothing special about the finishing generation. Because we sounded like, oh, the finishing generation is nothing new. Every generation had always felt like what they are the finishing generation. He said, but no, 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 this generation, the finishing generation, is peculiar. Is unique. It's unique. To them, you say you are a peculiar people. So I'm exp- ex- expressing the peculiarity or describing it, sir. <laughs> Do you understand that? What's peculiar about the finishing, the final finishing generation is that in their day, every prophetic speaking of God will be fulfilled. So, Anna, stand up man. Anna, take my baby. And she held it. But Edom, if he was Isaiah, he had called it Emmanuel. It will be called God with us. Do you understand that? Adam, who repented, because many of us think Adam didn't repent and didn't recover. He did. He trained the next generation of children, Seth, everybody, Enosh. You understand me? He trained them. So Adam was told his seed, or the serpent will bruise you. Your seeds heal, but your seed will what? Crush his head. So, when Anna held that baby, she was holding the promises given to Adam, to Isaiah. Do you understand me? To Moses, to everybody. She held it. The word became flesh. That's why she rejoiced. In fact, that stupid man is a Yoruba man, Simeon. Somebody helped somebody, a child, and he began to describe how he will die. That now he can die very well. Is there a well way of dying? It's only Yoruba people that talk like that. Mumbo. But Munla, you see them going, but they are telling you I'm coming. <laughs> there are many Yoruba people in the Bible. You know that sergeant that led the last 50 to arrest Elijah? He's from Obama Shaw. He led the soldiers. He said, "Left, right, left, right." When they reach Elijah, he said, "Attention!" He said, "Drop your arms," and they drop their arms. Say three steps back, and they move back. Then he came to Elijah. Hey, bye-bye, "Elijah, <laughs> we all know that the king cannot reach you, and we know that." <laughs> but the king is a wicked man. But you know, if I don't serve him, he will die. See, he has secured there. If she dies today by your fire, what will her daughter do? The daughter is getting married in two weeks time. I'm the father of the day. So we know the king cannot kill you. Just come with us, spare our lives. The Spirit of the Lord told Elijah, follow him. He said, good man. Thank you, man. Sit down, sorry. Don't report me to your husband. I came, I was telling you to stand up anyhow. (laughs) people, forgive me. I'm rounding up. How many of you believe that? Then you can believe anything. (laughs) Don't come and warn me after service. I put, look, all my CCTV is on you. You You are dead. You are finished. Uche doesn't have a sister again. From today, I'll just finish you. Do you understand that? So she had been a widow for 84 years. But by the time the baby came, she was 105. She got married at 14. That's an old Jewish bride. Jews marry around 12. They are like Muslims. (laughs) It was from her I learned the office of a widow. Because I used to be terrorized by widows. Widows are terrorists. They use scripture to terrify every pastor. One widow came to my house, Ghanaian widow. <laughs> for real, she was living in Kaduna. Her daughter was in church. She was not in church with us. But because her daughter was in church, she is my member to take care of. That means she was my member only for me to pay her bills. She will come and say, "Pastor, NEPA is 3000." And me too, I know I can't give exactly three, so I must make it five so she can have extra two. Do you understand what I'm saying? So one day she walks into my office and I hear her from outside shouting, is pastor in? <laughs> and anger rose up in my insides. What she needs is maybe like 20, 30, 40,000, evermore. And if I can handle it, I can handle it. But that day, something in me didn't want to handle it. And I've known the move of the spirit. So she walked in, and the first thing she said just blew my head off. Ha! Ah, look at you. Your mother is hungry, and you are sitting down here, and you are relaxed. You didn't even pick it in the spirit. The Bible said that you pastors, you should be taking care of widows and I am dying and you are not doing anything about it and you are relaxed in your chair with air condition blowing. Then she pulled the chair and sat down. So I said to her, excuse me, stand up. I said to her, stand up. And she said, me? I said, yes. The script was about to change. The masculine, It's my masquerade. So I said to her, how old are you? She said, I am 53. I said to her, I'm older than you, with at least seven years. She never thought it. Because I come in with jeans, with sneakers like Pimo. And I'll be bouncing. And I'll be telling them, guys, you know what? So she thought. So I said to her, I've showed you respect. But today... I killed the beast. Let me tell you, and I was speaking by the Spirit. I didn't know this, I didn't read it. You are not my widow, because you are not a member of my church. The church, yes, the pastors take care of widows. Then I said to her, secondly, suddenly, Anna stood in front of me. And you know, Anna is a book. Anna is not a person, is a teaching. So when you leave, you will see Jeremiah and he will come to you because he wants you to talk. Yeah. And That's what he did with Daniel. It was Jeremiah that came and Daniel said, I understood by books. The parchment is a standing up. Every spirit is, I mean every scripture, because scriptures are spirits. They visit. Blessed are you when you know their time and you catch them. And pipe them down to earth. So I said to her, as I was reading Anna, I said, A widow is actually an office in church. The early church didn't treat widows, it's not English. Oh, her husband died. Oh, his wife died. So he's a widow. <laughs> because I was almost dying. Because they sold me a lie. They said, Every man that cannot take care of his house. Is worse than an infidel. But okay, when I finish this teaching now and I close, you'll be the happiest man. You'll tell your wife, Oya, oh yeah, take me out for dinner, and pay for it in full, not from our money but from your own. Because that's what he taught me. Many men, men die faster than women. You know why? Don't look come up your mind. Quickly, quickly. Come. Now be scratching me like you are eating ice cream. Be eating. That's how many women kill their husbands. They chew the man till he dies. Because of that scripture, any man who cannot take care of his house is worse than what? Be choppy. Do you understand? It's wrong. Paul was not teaching about marriage. Paul was teaching about the office of a widow in the local assembly. He says, if a woman loses her husband and he dies, she is not the responsibility of the church, the pastor. That's what Paul was saying. He said it categorically. Go and read it. He was teaching Timothy and all the young boys, pastors. He said, if she has a family and a family has a head, let them take care of her. He says, because if you admit her, Lara, into widowhood and she is young, when body moves, And she falls, she will bring the entire house to disrepute. Pimo, put this and go and cross-check it. If it doesn't tally, remove it from your code. But if it tally, establish it as a canon of your church. Do you understand that? He says she's an older widow. And she has washed the feet of the apostles and served the saints. Then invite her into widowhood. That means the church will now be responsible for taking care of her. But not taking care of her just to give her money to feed. What if the widow is well endowed? Elisha said to the widow, what can I do for you?" She said, don't worry. I know my way around the army. I know my way around the government which means she's well-established. She said, I just perceive you are a genuine man of God. Now, we are going to end this meeting this evening on an explosive note. Just watch and see. Amen. And she built him, turned her loft into a penthouse and told him, you sit there, have oversight over our home. Are you following me? <laughs> I'm excited. Are you? I'm giving you one canon for your church, so that you can establish that as a law. If you have lawyers, they will draft it properly in your church. So you you list very soon. You soon have 300 canons that were enacted, yeah. and you can even sue people who break that canon. You know, your lawyers will represent you. They look at that wicked man. He stayed in our community. He swore to these things, and he has violated it like recalcitrant pastors who want to mess you up. Finish them before they mess you up. I didn't used to go to court. Then God gave me a friend and a brother. He goes to court every week. He sued Lagos state government. It's not his land. Lagos state said he violated the plot of the land. He sued them. <laughs> they came and put eggs. He continued building in this Lagos. My friend likes trouble. Edo and Delta people. They cannot make heaven. Yeah. Here they are number. You know we're in trouble in this church. No coup can succeed in any country until Edo people are inside. Even when I saw migrants entering America from Mexico, I saw Edo people. I said, Aigbe. What are you doing? Are you a Mexican? Honestly." They moved to Mexico and crossed the border. They too, they are Me- Hispanics. They are going to America for Joe Biden. You when you see a boatload of people that drown around Libya, you see Edo and Delta. A, a Yobosa. <laughs> they are all inside there. And when you're asking them, where are you from? They'll tell you, Algeria. <laughs> Edo can be anything in this world. I love them. I almost married an edo girl. Remove it from the video. I'm like, mommy, hear it. So I now imagine how we would have been waking up in the morning. When I wake up, I say, "Oh girl, there's no breakfast. You just break bottle. I say, what did you say? Let me to have smash two. <laughs> so God spared me. Because I would never have married anything correct. God had to sort out my spiritual destiny before he started sending people to my life. You are blessed if you are born again. Uh, My uncle had a a wife, his last wife. He would go and get drunk. Our people drink burkutu, palm wine, and rum. We have honey, so we make rum. So he would drink from night till night. Then he will return home around 5 AM. His wife just returned around 4. Then he will go and touch her. he say, cat Kuyet, didn't you cook something and remain for me? Then she will get up. Are you not a human being? She's, see how I'm standing. That's how she's shaking on her legs. Are you not a human being? Don't you have hands? how come you didn't cook and remain some for me too? (laughs) Then you tell her, Shake, you are useless. Then she say, it's your mother. (laughs) Then they will start fighting 5 a.m. until we come out and separate them. That's my, my uncle. That's what I was going to marry until Jesus saved me first. You need to thank him for me. I will collect an offering from you for my life. Today. What was I saying? Eh? So the widow, did you you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yes. So, a widow is not somebody that lost their husband and is now helpless. Some widows can sponsor a whole ministry from beginning to finish. In fact, Let me tell you, some of the greatest ministries you know about in the world, they were raised on the treasure that people who were dying bequeathed to the ministry. You don't know giving. One man right now has given the church global, Lara, 700 million US dollars. He gave it in Amsterdam so that the gospel can be translated to the last remaining 200 plus languages. One man is a billionaire. Matthew something something from America. You belong to the category of those who, in the last days, men will be lovers of themselves. That's where you belong. One million enter your pocket. You are thinking of keeping 800,000, giving the church 50,000, giving pastor 10,000, and then acting like you gave. It didn't pinch you. Every photographic session they invite you is yours because God wants us to improve the office so that people can be coming to take pictures here. No, God doesn't care about photography. If you're an ambassador, he should have met your needs already before he sent you to Cameroon to be his ambassador. And when you're in Cameroon, if war breaks out between Nigeria and Cameroon, Cameroonians dare not touch you. Your bills are paid for. I'm a man whose bills are paid for. No soldier goes to war at his own. Didn't you hear that? No matter how poor the country is, they pay for their war. <laughs> Why wouldn't they pay for your own wars and battles? What's different about you? I can never be stranded. I have never been since I met Jesus. It's not possible. It's not. So a widow, Pastor Mo, is an admission. Come, what's your name again, darling? Tell me now. Shout it. Zena. Shout it. Zena. Yeah. She's yeah. already married. There's no shame anymore. So could say the thing. <laughs> you yeah, are Zena. So widowhood is an admission. Pimo takes you in. And says, I admit you today into widowhood and writes your name on a register. You're part of the church budget. Which means, we have not seen Zena since morning. Lara, go there. ID, where are you? You guys converge. Do you understand me? Because she's a kingdom asset. Oh no, you didn't get that. What was Anna doing for 84 years? Praying. Where? In the, not outside, inside. That is why she met the Lord. Who told her, these hands will hold every prophetic word I have spoken. And you will feel it physically. You will know its texture. You can smell it. You can taste it. Oh my gosh. We're talking about the finishing generation. The final finishing generation. Or the last finishing generation. Or the finishing, finishing generation. (laughs) So they've been killing us. And you've heard the stories, you know, Boko Haram killing us, killing. Are we dead? Because the sons of light will always be free. They will always be free till the end of time. And I was defying cancer. And then they told me that, Mommy, that's all she listened to for 24 hours, for two weeks before she went home. And every time it is playing, she'll just go, hmm, hmm, hmm. in the midst of pain. Without the song, you can't talk to her. Her systems just go ballistic. But once the song is playing, and I just had a box guitar. Chintok's people were walking into my office and I looked at their legs and I said, "Ah, I feel like blessing you guys. They said to me, you know, you're our grandpa. Let's greet you, bye-bye, before we leave. So I said, I have a gift for you. And I began to sing it straight there. I was just hearing heaven. I don't write songs. That's my business. I just hear what they are singing with the melody, the symphony, the harmonies, everything. And I, I see, I don't even have to play my guitar. I just look at the guitar and I can see the chord progression that will produce the song. Walking with Jesus the easiest life. You don't have to do anything. Just hang out with him. You can't praise him now until he tells you what to say. He shut up Moses inside a stone and then he declared, the Lord, the Lord. Slow to anger. He was giving Moses the words with which to praise him. I'm not a poet. And neither am I a historian. I'm not a political scientist. I'm not saying, I'm just a child of Jesus. Do you get what I'm saying? We will be discussing the same thing of a bar and soup and water. And when I start to talk, you'll be wondering, is it not the same discussion we were having now? It's nothing natural. So a widow is an admission. If we admit you into the office of a widow, we can trust you. That if this ministry is in trouble, everything you and your husband raised, you can put it at our disposal. To make sure that the ministry crosses the river. That's what a widow is. It's an office. A widow is an ultimate sacrifice. Even pastors don't give like widows do. A widow is an asset. If you have two widows, you don't need need associate pastors. Send her to a combo. She will go there and buy what she wants. And even save money for you and bring the change intact. You don't preach to widows, they are given. So I told that Ghana woman, first, you are not my widow because you are not even a member of my church. I've been kind to you, but you've been provoking me. But today the Lord showed me why I accommodated you. He has used you to teach me the word. So they said, if she be a widow, let her family, Take care of her, so hold her. No, 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 no. You are the widow now, so you (laughs) you will know your husband will not die. I know. Hold her. Yeah. He said, if she has a family, let them take care of her. So, pastor's ministry is not taking care of widows. Don't waste your time. He says, For if a man cannot take care of his household. He is worse than what? An infidel. This is not a teaching about marriage. Some of you, the moment you make a little money, nobody hears from you from home again. You go and find a house in Banana Island at Banana Republic behind the petrol station, inside the... Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't like people who don't talk about their families. You know how people come to church? I don't have anybody in this Lagos and in this life. Actually, I've been on my own since I was four. You are a liar. <laughs> Can't you be on your own since you were four? Do you, do you even know how you look? Do you, do you? Do you know what four means? Do you understand? It's the day they are leaving you and abusing you and they have divided your church into four. It's when they are leaving, you will see their mother at the bus stop. Helping them carry the luggage they have acquired when they were with you. Say, but but, but he does not have... So if you try to paint your picture for me, that is when I tell you, thank you very much. This is not a philanthropic source. I go to social welfare. They will help you locate your clan. (laughs) Church doesn't do that. I teach the word of God. It is to this man. And that scripture was written. And you know, I came to a season in my life, Eva... My wife fed us for two years. Me, I was just reading the Bible. The Lord said, go to Kaduna, wait for me and be studying till I come. And he didn't come for two years. <laughs> One day I lay down on the bed. I told him, are you not God? Drop your hands through the ceiling and castrate me so that I know I'm a new creature. Because I am not a man, neither am I a woman. (laughs) The Bible says that he that is not able to take care of his house is worse than an infidel. And the Lord laughed at me and didn't answer me. He waited for a couple of years before the moment came for him to explain it to me. Any wife that cannot take care of a man because he's out of work or his business has collapsed and has is running. She's the infidel. Because when I said to the Lord, why will my wife be feeding me and my son and you're not upset? Everybody thought differently. My father told me, even if it's nursery school, go and walk. <laughs> I know you are intelligent, you are educated. I know you have heard the wrong teachers. By the grace of God, before Adam got a wife, God gave him a work. If you don't have a work, you have no business marrying. Oh, dear. <laughs> Abraham didn't have a work, he was trucking. When I was a drug addict, I had a bag. On the bag, the bag was, we sewed it with jeans. I wrote on the bag, Keep on trucking. It was the Sex Pistols that sang that song. So when you see me from behind, you just be saying, Keep on trucking. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's what Abraham was doing, trucking. You know, the Bible annoys me. Numbers chapter 9. Go sit down, please. I, I need you to hear this, and then I'll close. You, you guys, you need to be standing awake, nonsense. In church, they stand from morning till night. As I'm standing, they are standing. Then when we go outside, they want to pretend that they are a Nonsense. What's good for the goose? Do you understand me? <laughs> you, know, you you get what I'm saying? What, what did I say? Let me, I was going to tell you. Numbers 9. Do you know what they said in Numbers 9? After the tabernacle was set, the cloud of glory came down. In the afternoon, it was a cloud. In the night, it became like a fire. Same thing. Is the angel of the Lord. He looked like a cloud in the afternoon, giving them shade from the sun. In the night, he became a ball of fire, giving them heat and light. Now hear what they said. Elvis come. Hear what they said about the cloud. So, moves up. Stop stop there. So it was always the cloud covered by day and the appearance of fire by night. Next verse. And when the cloud was taken up, From the tabernacle. There. (laughs) Please read it for me. So once the cloud moves. Elvis move one step. The children of Israel too traveled. The next verse. So commandment. Lara is not a word. Attention. is the movement of the cloud. Oh my goodness. At the commandment of the Lord. What happened? And at the... So the commandment of the Lord is when the cloud moves and when the cloud stops. Uh As long as the cloud did what? Abode upon the tabernacle. What did they do? They rested Where? oh Lara you don't understand that come Lara hold your things and hold everything there plus that bag everything those books carry them still guitar phone everything carry because that's what a woman looks like so come 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 and turn around she's loaded when the cloud stopped they stopped in, inside their tent when the cloud moved they gathered their tent and followed the cloud So move sir, follow the cloud. Then stop sir, stop. So what will you do Lara? You will begin to open your tents, knocking down pegs, putting carpets, preparing mattress, offloading donkey and cow. Then cloud begin to move. Then you have to gather all those things and follow him. Let me ask you Eva, how many times will the cloud move before you call your husband for a meeting? Did you get that? Yes. No, no, no. Read it now. Yes. The next verse, verse. verse And when the cloud tarried long upon the tabernacle many days, then the children of Israel kept the charge of the Lord and journeyed not. Next verse. And so it was. When the cloud was a, f- yes. you have to offload and build your tent. If it stayed for a few days according to the commandment of the Lord, they abode in their tents. And according to the commandment of the Lord, they journeyed. The next verse. And so it was, when the cloud abode from evening morning. And many of us have thought that those Israelites were stupid. Well, I cannot do it. Even me. I will call the Holy Spirit for a meeting. So, you know, what did we teach about leadership? It was nonsense. I've never read a leadership book. I've not been able to finish one because I knew it was nonsense from my experience. Leadership is not you having the blueprint of God so that you can tell everybody, yeah, we're moving in two hours. Do you understand me? And then you'll be in charge. No. If you asked Moses in the wilderness, when are we moving? I have a special breed of okra that grows in three weeks. So that I can plant it now. At least we can be eating okra and augmenting. Because we like helping God. And that's the real problem. That's what you've been talking about, all of you. Do you understand me? Moses would have told you, I don't know. And God called him the meekest man on earth. Because he didn't know. Honestly. If you ask Moses, we're at Kadesh. Where are we moving to next? What will he tell you? Because when the cloud abode, Moses remained when the cloud moved moses moved and that's leadership when you don't know but god knows everything come come joseph you are joseph lara come joseph is it true that the spirit of the gods that, uh, Is it true that you are full of wisdom and you know everything and you can explain this joseph said what there is a god sit down and that was the glory of joseph Daniel, come, come. Is it true that you can interpret dreams? He said, "But I know that's that's really your ministry to just say." He said, "So give me some days. Me and my friends, Mishak Shedrach, and Abednego, we are gang. We're a spiritual gang. Oh, oh, no, my God! Did you get that? Tonight, sit down, sir. Some of you have heard." him say to you. Because if you have never shut down anything for God, sir, you have not started. If you go read Deuteronomy, is the Lord bless your storehouse. The Lord bless your basket. The Lord bless... So, What is the storehouse? Which one is the basket? Which one is... I sat with him. I asked him. When she was sharing her testimony of their giving with her husband that's the prompting the spirit was giving some of us were hearing instructions shut down and put into the work a pastor does not get up to say we have a need It's an insult if there are three members one of them is a widow the church can never lack Because he said, bring into the storehouse so that my house will have flour and oil. Do you understand me? And corn. You you get comfortable with giving one key per service. I don't want to tell you my stories about givings. But tonight, some of you heard. See. My daughter is going back to school. She should have gone last week. (laughs) There's no savings for her ticket, her school fees, or her accommodation in England. I don't save for rubbish. I'm an ambassador. If my king forgot, then let them stay at home. I'm telling you the truth. I'm not lying. In fact, I don't come to preach so that I, I, told him already that I'm not coming tomorrow morning. I told God oh, Because I don't need to speak three times for you to hear what he's saying. If I speak three times before you understand, then I have, I've lost him. Nobody met Jesus twice. Those are vows you need to enter. I was here in Raymond Jocko when I told him, nobody has to meet me twice. Everybody that met Jesus once, that's the kind of church I came to live for you. A church that is a razor blade, when you touch it, you don't even have to move. When you come off, you are bleeding already. That's what's called impact. It's not number of people. I'm going to lead you in an offering tonight. I don't do offerings. You have never seen me take an offering since your days that you knew me. I don't do that. I don't waste my time. But if I don't teach you, you will not enter into the dimensions that bring out the finishing generation. What are you going to close down tonight? Go and read it in Deuteronomy. The Lord bless you in the city, bless you outside the city. The Lord bless you in the highways. The Lord bless you in the byways. The Lord bless your basket. The Lord bless your savings. The Lord bless your barns. What's the difference between your basket, your barn? There are days when you are sitting down and he says, I I want something. (laughs) You know, before he asked you to give, he had given. And he gave so that there will be bread and wine. The the table of the Lord is never dry. His sacrifice is everlasting and eternal. It's those two dimensions complete. In the New Testament, everything in the old is fulfilled. And today we are in that season when everything is being fulfilled. Now some of you heard it. And now you are getting confirmation. Some of you felt a restlessness and you didn't know what it was. God was demand, demanding that you give something. And it's a shutting down. I have shut down my purses too many times. Too many times. One day, we, we were recovering with my wife because I told you we were separated for three and a half years. So we were coming back together. And... My money finished, so I went to Kaduna and I took a loan from her of 27,000 Naira to come and revive my business. And I was going to Raymond Joku. When I passed by Kefi, I saw Red Cross. I saw a banner. One of my friends from the North was coming to preach and the guy was on fire, you know, anointing movement. So I said, ah, let me go and thank God in this service. As I was going, I remembered. Hey, eh? the guy is a master at cleaning pockets. <laughs> His strongest move of the spirit is profiling money out of your pocket. I said to God, no, I'm not going. But I couldn't turn off. I just needed a service where I can go and bless God. And Lara, guess what I did? When I got to the place, I opened my boot. The tire of my car, is the kind of tire that they sold blanket into the tire. So when you are in the car, you'll be dancing as you are going. So we called it Akiti (laughs) Joe. So I removed 22,000, and I put it inside the tire. Because the car doesn't have a lock. Everywhere is wire. You can tear jeans. (laughs) Do you understand me? So And there are area boys there. And when they see me, you hear them, ah, Baba. Namia scorpion day. No worry, nobody will touch your moto. I know you tell us now, see the moto, kuku no get locked. They were laughing. They knew me very well. So I now put the remaining 5k inside a small bag and I carried it in. As I entered and sat down, I just saw him on the stage. He, they sat, they put a chair for him, and his legs were shaking. And then one of his spiritual sons from Okokumaiko came out and was massaging the leg for him. I said, yeah, they anointing it here. <laughs> and I heard him say, I know the money that is in the purse that you are not bringing. And it's the Lord that needs it. It is actually your daughter's school fees. It is in pounds. In 100, 100, 100 pound notes. 50, 50. 50. 20, 20, 20. He was calling the denomination. Then I heard a girl. Ah, 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 from behind. She was bringing it. And her mother too was crying from the other side. They were coming. <laughs> and they came and gave the Lord. If it does not cost you anything, it cannot move God. <laughs> I said, I told the Lord. I said, you see what I told you? And I was at the back. He couldn't see me. It was Pastor Wally vale us the this meeting. Because that was my church. Then he said, <laughs> I said, Father, he has already picked me out. <laughs> you left the greater in the car and you came on with the less. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, it's not my money. I borrowed it. It's a loan. I'm telling you, he said it. I told the Lord, I said, okay, me and you know that this guy is a rascal. But this was after a long time, the guy was going, then he would say other people, then he would come back to that case again, that you left the larger portion outside and you came with the lesser, God wants both. So I said to God, I would rather err on the side of caution with my relationship with you. So I called one usher. I'd gone outside, put the money in an envelope, big envelope, and I I put it in the basket with the usher as I take it to the front. I left that place penniless. My wife doesn't know how I've not been able to pay back the money because the whole loan was collected. Yeah, collected the money. But then the Lord gave us an eternal heritage. You see, the church is for fools, it's not for smart people. If you think it a lie, you finish. You have to be brainless to follow God. Then you will do foolish things, but you will burst into the reality of the spirit. Then you'll know how he said, Sir Pimo, how many did he call when he called you? Were any of these people there? So come and see what he said. Come sir, let's take a walk. He said, see my servant Abraham, Timo, whom I called alone. That's his boast. Without his wife, without any of you, with no guarantees. I called him how? Alone. And then I blessed him how? Alone. Multiplied him how? Alone. Increased him how? Alone. So that the glory will be mine. Now, come back again. Let's add the drama. I've finished all. See. Consider my servant Jacob. I found him in a howling wilderness. And as an eagle spreadeth her wings and fluttered it and scattered her nest. He scattered his nest. It says he brought him. Then consider what he said of David, Psalm 107. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his mercies endure forever. He says, for those of us who were wandering in the desert, come on, sir, without a home of our own. Are you following me? We cried to the Lord. He heard us and delivered us from our infirmities, and he has brought us to a safe haven, a lagoon. You're here beside the water, isn't it? This is the very same water in which he called me to go back home. (laughs) So when I come to Lagos, I normally stay either at Radisson Blue, the Protea there, the Oriental there, because when I look at the waters, I'm remembering and rehearsing where I came from. So if I'm already missing it, I tell myself, all right, adjust. Because you are alone, he has blessed you, multiplied you, Increased you, surrounded you with favor and grace. You will do exploits because you have been alone. So, the number of people in an auditorium is not what moves you. You are moved by the Spirit. So, your being alone is His opportunity. He never calls people together. He even told Abraham, Just take only Sarai. Don't take anything that belongs to anybody. Which means, even if your father is God, don't lean on what he has to go forward. That's how he calls people. Men and women. Boys and adults. Tonight, if you are one of the people I spoke about, and you know God has showed you what to shut down, That girl and her mother shut down her school fees. The girl was going to England. She had 2,000 pounds and some loose change on top and a few naira in the purse. The man of God took everything. Sir, if a man of God dupes you, he has not done anything against you. He did it in the name of the Lord. Did you, you understand that? The sons of Eli were stealing. They were stealing. God didn't instantly kill them. They stole from people successfully until God found a replacement, Samuel. Even Jesus said, those who sit in the seat of Moses, what they tell you to do, do what? Do it. But don't live like them. They live. I came and this is the last thing I'll do, sir. So just, I, I'm doing this. If if you know, God said something to you. We already sang, live i so, yesterday. Don't interfere. And you know that there is a bright, brand new day. But it is tied to a giving. It might be school fees. It might be a purse. It might be a rent. It might be whatever it is. Things you have planned. <laughs> I live there. And I'm not saying this so that you give me money. No, no, your pastor has invited me, so it's his responsibility to take care of me. And I don't need much. In fact, I'm married to a very cheap wife. When I travel anywhere, all my wife wants is chocolate. Nothing. You see how big she is. Even if she if I was to desire cloth, two yards, three yards, they would build buba for her. So, she doesn't trouble me. I can handle her. See, see, my associate pastor, look at him. He's the teenest man in the church. I used to laugh at them. I tell them there are two different churches in this church. There's the horrible church. And there's the pastor Fash church. Do you understand? I'm, I'm cutting a covenant with you and God. You must say, I have tasted of the words sweet powers of the age to come. Now faith, now faith is arising, Lord, I believe. What is he asking you to do? Cut a covenant with him. Shed blood. Without the shedding of blood, there can be no remission of sins. You cannot depart from the past like that. Okay, how many times should I do it? They cheated me in church one, church two, church three. He wants you to even change your mind. They didn't cheat you, you are walking with God. The knowledge of the holy will burst out upon you. Try Him and see. I'm going to wait for you. If you know that you made that arrangement with Him, get up on your feet. I don't have to know what it is you're doing. You did. I'm telling you. Get up on your feet. You know what it is. Faith is rising inside of you. You know what it is. And let me tell you the truth. God doesn't take money from you to give you money. He says, Eva told us. What will he give you? The Spirit. (laughs) That's what I have. It's my only asset. The Spirit. If you have heard me, and you believe this is authentic, it's the spirit. There are musicians everywhere in Lagos when I came. But I charted a course that people have not walked. I remember singing, Yahweh, Yahweh. And then people were looking at me like, who is this? Smoky fellow coming from the wilderness. I introduced nomenclature in the world of worship effortlessly. First time I went to Cano, I was in El Dorado, cinema, my voice had gone. It was hammer My throat was cracked in 10 million directions. I couldn't speak. I told God, you will just disgrace yourself today. Because all the Pentecostal churches in Kano gathered there and they said they have a guest from Kaduna. And I was sitting down when the pastor was saying, God didn't just send us a man of God. He sent us a worshiper, a prophet, and an apostle. And I was telling the Lord, hey, uh, you disgrace yourself. Because I didn't have a voice. I licked tom-tom. They warmed orange juice for me to drink. The voice didn't change. Then just when they were saying, please receive with Jesus joy, our brother from Kaduna, Chris Delvan, I was standing up. Then the Lord said to me, chant. And I said, what, what is that? See, I read religion from earliest times to 1750. So I was a practicing Buddhist sometimes. There's nothing I didn't practice. Every time we want to smoke something new, we will find a religious something to tie to it. So I told the Lord, it's only Buddhists that chant. Then he asked me, where did the devil get it? The devil is not a creative being. He heard it on Mount Zion. Mm -hmm. Before I came, nobody had ever had the audacity to chant. Church couldn't even accept Panam singing, No Jesus, No Life. Will they accept a the chant? <laughs> if you want to, I saw a future in which my head was flint. I walked in places where angels do not dare to tread. I see the things that you are doing. He's attempting to do church. Unusual. Different from what people normally do. It doesn't just happen like that. I'm telling you. I can smell your savor. Oh. Oh. Oh, 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 many of you here heard it from your campuses, your secondary schools. I was in Ghana; they were introducing me. I thought I was being introduced to this big, great ministry. Taiwo Dukoya had introduced me to them before he passed. And when they were telling them, Pastor, that Pastor, they lay down on the floor. He said, "I was listening to you since when I was 15." So I realized that I was not a stranger. That day I came to the restaurant to meet you. Yeah, yeah. I ran away. There was no need. When they told some, they were flying, running. Pa- Which pastor? Chris? Which? What- with... They were introducing me by songs. Do you want to walk in the unusual? Brand new. Breaking shells. You know, every chick breaks her egg. A mother doesn't free her chicks because the act of breaking the shell is what makes the chick have muscle, develop muscle, and she will need that muscle throughout her life, pecking the ground. If you are standing up with me, come on. I've been doing this. This is the second church now where I'm sowing seed. <laughs> come on. Come on. I don't care what you are seeing. If what you are seeing is a refinery, the kind 10 times bigger than the kind Dangote is building, if you are seeing just a barber shop, it's your business. I don't. I am mean, initiating a walk with you. Spread out that way. There are more people coming. Hey, hey, hey. want to depart from a past I'm talking of family and I'm talking of dispositions you know that there's a disposition around me it's what you want to end I'm like you, I was your brother Abraham used to make shrines and idols for people to worship he needed a departure from it, they told him bring your son, your only son Sarah's son He told the servants, he said, me and the Lord will go yonder and we will worship God and we will return. But he knew who was to be the sacrifice. Why was he so sure that they will return? Take this step and then don't take it and sit down. Take it and make the reading of the word of God your life. That insanity, that epileptic fit, because there are some of you standing here. You forget things. It's an epilepsy. And it's generational. Every disposition that disposes you to the earth is canceled. I've said many things. Lift up your right hand. Put a brand new song in their mouth. Say ha 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 ha. Competing with people, comparing yourself with people, it brings stress and you dry up. Tonight, all your stress is coming to an end because your seeking has ended. You are at the well and there is a well sitting on your well. His name is Jesus. You will soon lose the taste for the water that brought you you will drop your pot and go and look for men because men are vessels. God wants to fill. Empty cities. Plant new cities. When you enter a place to work from now, make sure you appoint people and put them in strategic places so that long after you are gone, they will represent the kingdom. Never walk anywhere anymore where you cannot return to with influence. Accept your righteousness exceed that of the Pharisees and the Gentiles. They are rubbish. IBB is out of power. How many years? He's dying and finished. But every government, he can call the shots. Make your influence to outlast you. You hear me? Don't be greedy. Kill self. Disenfranchise it. It can work in other lives but not in your life. Let them renew your life and turn it inside out and upside down. They will give you the right model. I bless these hands that are lifted. They will never go down. And don't compromise your giving. You heard the sound of the figures. You heard the sound of which particular project to sink. Sink it and see if God is God dare to be like me I was the president of the ministry it was my 60th birthday, I didn't have a car that I bought, didn't have a house that I built and I can't forget the day my son stood up, took the mic and said we want to show you guys something said you know, one thing we've known about our father is when you give him money he goes into the ministry completely so we refused to give him money. We refused to buy him a car because he would sew it. That's all he does, sewing, every day. So we built a house, and on the screen, there was a house there, up to its lintels. And said, so that's the house we're building for our father. People were watching all over the world, and they began to send texts. Ah, it's for Pastor Chris Delvan. We need to sow money. We need to sow money. We have never successfully blessed him You need to have a reputation. Let them know you you are for God. And if God be true, then let every man be a liar. If you are the first person, God will fail. Then establish that as a landmark. In my life, you failed. Hmm. Dare him now. It's the word of God. If you seek your life to gain it, you will lose it. But if you lose your life for my sake, you will gain it. I'm staking my ministry and reputation on it. We're not even that friendly for Pimo to tell me to raise an offering for him. We have not discussed since I came. He has not been near me, Uwa and the others. They are the ones that have been with me. They've not told me there's any need and I'm not responding to need. The only need I'm responding to is your cry, the cry of your heart. And plugging you to God. You hear me, sir? Plugging you to my God, Jesus. That's his name. My God. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Just bless him with me. Open up your two hands and tell him thank you. Thank you, Pastor, for these sacrifices. Reap them. Take their step of faith. Use it as a knife for circumcision. Deep incisions, let blood flow and make for yourself a great name and a great reputation. Out of it, let fresh praise arise. New wine, fresh oil. Squeeze it out here until the grapes are broken and crushed. Juice cannot flow. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Now we know you. And because they've taken this step, circumcise their ears. Let them hear your voice clearly. So from now, they will not be in the dark concerning what you are doing. I was praying for you since yesterday. I don't don't know you. And I was praying for you. These hands will rot the works of God. The works of God. I heard, I heard Edom say that we must all conquer social media and sexual sin and all of that. And, and I don't know, I just, just lifted you up. You hear me? Another dimension of authority comes to you. Comes to you. All of you, the scepter will not depart from your house. And the lawgiver from between your feet until Shiloh come. I, I saw you in prayer. And I told you already what I had to say. Fold your hands. I I, I told Sam today, I said there was a gentleman sitting beside you. The Lord blessed you, even as He has blessed you. So, so I want you to write whatever you have and we will take a worship song from the worship team and then you will come when you have written it and write your name and just come and drop it in the basket then go off spend the remaining part of your life reading the word of God attempting to know God then watch watch him take you across the Jordan watch him take you across the Red Sea watch him take you across the well at Samaria watch him take you into the commonwealth of Israel you hear me? I'm talking to you. Yeah, Don't be ashamed. Please return to your seats and do what I asked you to do. We should be done with that in five, six, seven minutes. Pimo. I'm sorry I ruptured your your service completely. Now stretch your right hands at me. Stretch it from wherever you are. And receive a button. Yesterday I gave you access, mantles. So receive it now. Whole nation, sir, they are coming to the brightness of your dawn. The Lord bless you, one of us. I love you. I? Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at elo at ecclesiahills.org.